Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Isn't this the song that they say if you are actually performing CPR on someone, that's the beat you should keep? (laughs) I hope the doctor doesn't think I'm crazy for bringing that up, but I'm pretty sure I heard that. Hey, I'm Lisa Steves here. Kevin is here. Mary is here. And Dr. Danny Luger is a cardiologist at Rush Center for Prevention of Cardiovascular Disease. Is that true? Have you ever heard that, that staying alive from the Bee Gees is the beat you should keep when giving CPR? I was actually going to say that before you had mentioned it. And absolutely, I was trained on that tune. and I did a little dance while you put it on. Wow. Okay. Because somebody told us that a few months ago, and I'm like, oh, I can do that. I feel like, okay, I can keep that. But, you know, some people, I've read stories where, and heard stories where people had to perform CPR for a long period of time waiting for professional help. Uh, Dr. Danny Luger is with us because he and a buddy that he has been friends with since they were five, they're both cardiologists, have opened a first-of-its-kind cardiac care prevention clinic. That's the key, prevention. So you're treating people who might have a diagnosed heart, maybe arrhythmia, or or maybe they're obese, or there's other other indications that they're headed down the road for a heart attack or other heart issues? Yes. Yeah, so well before we get to the point where we're providing CPR to the Bee Gees, we're trying to find people that are at risk for cardiovascular disease. And major risk factor is obesity and the other cardiac conditions that come with that. So high cholesterol, high blood pressure, high sugar levels, and then some of the other kind of neglected areas like mental health, uh, depression, anxiety, stress levels are significant contributors to potential cardiovascular disease also sleep apnea, and we spend a lot of time talking about movement, trying to be as physically active as possible. Um, And with the combination of our two disciplines, we kind of cover all the various components of health. I applaud you for this because there is more money to be made once you treat someone who's had a heart attack. So this is obviously a passion for you and your partner to save people before they get to that point. And full disclosure, Dr. Luger, my husband had a heart attack three weeks ago. Um, oh, I'm sorry to yeah, hear that. I hope you're doing okay. He's doing really well. I, you know, he woke up in the middle of the night, said, I have chest pain. So we rushed to the hospital. They did the blood enzyme and the EKG Two or three consecutive times, nothing showed up. They sent us home, and I kept telling them, this is how people die. You have to tell me if anything changes. And less than 48 hours later, I was just getting ready to go on from my home studio because I was really worried about him and said, hey, can I do my show from home today? Thank God I did because we live very rural, part of the time on a farm. And uh, and he said, hey, hey, I need your help. And he was just sweating bullets, and by the time they got him in the cath lab, he had a 100% blockage. That's a pretty common story, and it's it's frustrating to hear because, you know, obviously I hope he's doing okay. And, he is. He's doing great. There are a lot of people out there that the same, same story, and we now have advances in our technology to detect 
even the smallest degree of plaque buildup in the arteries with a low-dose CT scan, something we use all the time in the clinic. So if your husband had gotten a CT scan, you know, 10, 15 years earlier with his various risk factors, we would have seen a little bit of plaque buildup. We would have put him on cholesterol-lowering medication, gotten him into a tailored exercise program, and and managed all of his other risk factors and probably prevented this from happening. So, you know, yeah. cardiac disease is in, is very prevalent and also very preventable. Yeah. And that's what our mission is. And and you mentioned the, at the beginning that, you know, that that it doesn't, it, it pays the bills in our hospital to treat uh, heart attacks and to do open heart surgeries. And I hope to put all of my colleagues out of business. Um, but in reality, that, that's the truth, is that the current setup of our medical system is kind of reactionary. It's to treat disease instead of promote wellness, instead of really pr- promoting a healthy lifestyle. And so that's what we're focusing on. And Rush is very, has a great vision on this and is providing us with the support to provide longitudinal care to our patients at early phases and gives us the time to really get to know people, understand the risk factors, understand how they're flowing through their day, how they're eating, what all their habits are, and trying to make these lifestyle changes and and medication changes to prevent, you know, the event that your husband went through. Dr. Luger, I got to tell you, he's healthy. He's a farmer. He does have a risk because of his family history. But I personally never knew there was so much salt in everything we consumed. I'm telling you what, I am stunned. The past few weeks, just like a can of tomatoes, I'm like, what? It's got that much salt? So I would imagine those are the things you pay attention to. Because our time is limited, when you talked about that CAT scan or that scan, is that what, is that what some people are calling like the calcium test? Exactly, yeah. It's a coronary calcium score, and it's a low-dose CT scan. It's the same radiation as a mammogram, and you can do it you know, once in, usually people do it one time in their life and it quantifies the degree of calcium, which is basically a surrogate for plaque buildup. And you can risk stratify people, say, you know, you have this much calcium, you're good to go, you're, you know, good to go on a statin or start an aspirin. Um, But also if you have a zero calcium score, no calcium whatsoever, that confers a very good prognosis, not just for your heart, but also you're at lower risk for dementia, lower risk for strokes, lower risk for kidney disease. So we use this test a lot, and actually Rush is doing, like, running a promotion to for people to call in and actually get these low-dose CT scans um, without even needing a doctor's referral. Um, That's and, key. People want to self-refer. So people are texting yeah. in going, okay, how do we get that? Give us the number or the website. Yes, I wish I was well-prepared enough to have that off the top of my head. I can give that to you after the interview, but I'm certainly going to the Rush website and looking that up. But it is definitive. And you should, I I always recommend, you know, checking in with your doctors to to get advice on that. But it is, it is one of the tools that we use in our clinic to detect early disease. And tell everyone the name of your clinic, people are asking. Sure. Yeah. We're the Rush Center for Prevention of Cardiovascular Disease. How do you like the ring of that one? It works well. Thank you so much for joining (laughs) us and thank you for doing what you do. Of course. Thanks for having me. Dr. Danny Luger, he is at the Rush Center for Prevention of Cardiovascular Disease. Google that calcium test and get it. The news is next with Steve from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WGN.